The Guardian. The Guardian Children's Book Podcast. Yeah, hey, I'm Ansel Elgort, and um, I'm playing. I play Gustus Waters in the new movie, The Fault in Our Stars. And uh, thanks to the children's book site for having me. Had you read The Fault in Our Stars before you your audition? I did. Yes. I didn't I hadn't read it before I was already going to audition for it. It wasn't until I wasn't made aware of the book until uh I had I first I made a tape in my stairwell in New York and then um and then I flew out to LA to read with Shailene uh and before that audition with her where I read with her I uh I read the book. How affected were you by the book? I was very affected. I cried a bunch. Um, I really, really, really liked it. You knew that you were going for the character of Gus. But I, I didn't see myself as Gus yet, which is a good thing. I think that when you first read a, like material or first read a script or a, a story and you know that you might be playing a part, it's important to um, not see yourself because it's, it should be a challenge enough that it doesn't come easy. I think Gus was something that I was like, wow, this is going to be a challenge, and that's important. Because as a, a character, I want to play her challenges to me. And Gus was definitely a challenge. Yeah. How much of you is in Gus? There are aspects of myself. I think I'm like, Gus is very theatrical, and he's over the top, and I, I do that as well. I have that sort of like, I have an aura of like theatricality and stuff, but at the same time, Gus is like a regular guy, and he's vulnerable, and he's sensitive, and... So am I underneath it all. That's what makes him real. And I yeah. think that, you know, any any real person has, you know, some a front and they have a real real part to themselves. Were you nervous on taking the role of Augustus because of fans' massively high expectations of what you were going to be doing? Definitely. I mean, because of fans, but like I said, also because of me. Just because, like, I, he's a tough character to bring to life. He's very complex uh also yeah fans have a the fans definitely have a expectation of this guy the people are in love with gus they love him i didn't want to mess that up obviously i wanted to bring him to life the way that people had imagined him yeah did you find it at all intimidating that expectation yeah definitely a little bit it's a healthy thing when you find it a little intimidating but at the same time then when you're on set like i didn't think about oh no like i shouldn't do this or this because the fans might think it's bad you know because john also john green the author was on set he made us all feel more comfortable because if he liked something we knew that you guys would like something how involved was he in the film in terms of involvement you know a movie isn't made by a writer ever and he didn't he was a co-producer on it which basically means that he gave his support he didn't write the script did he? no he, he didn't it. the script is pretty close to the book totally yeah so you have a, you have a original writer and then um, the screenwriters, Michael Weber and Scott Neustadter, they also wrote a famous um, movie called 500 Days of Summer. Um, mm. And they're, they're, they did a great job of adapting the, the book. Um, and I think one of the things that made it really good was it was very similar to the to the book. Now, if it wasn't, it, that would be sad because the book is so good already. It's about preserving that the tone of it and the feeling of it and the way the book makes you feel. If they could do that in a movie version, then the movie would be a success and be great. And it is so. What would you say was the most challenging scene to, to film? There's like a few very emotional scenes that were tough. The scene at the gas station was very tough for me. Just very, just very emotional and having to go to that of an emotional place 
sometimes there can be a little pressure because you're worried, oh no, if I don't get that emotional, it's gonna suck and it's, you know, it's supposed to get that emotional. Did you have to meet any teens with the same kind of cancer or with cancer um, as Gus um, to help you develop his character? We did spend time with kids who did have cancer um, or had it still. Those were actually all the support group kids. They actually all were real kids with cancer. They weren't extras. Yeah, so that was really interesting having them there. Uh, but the thing about this story and the way it represents cancer, which makes it so special, is that it, these kids, and they just proved that the way John writes these kids is correct, is that they are regular kids, and just because they have cancer, you wouldn't even know. You know, like if I hadn't told you, you wouldn't know. They're just regular kids. Maybe sometimes they don't have hair or they have some scars, but they're not their disease. They don't let their disease become them. And that's how I wanted to approach Gus and how Shailene wanted to approach Hazel. And people don't love this book because it's a story about cancer. It's a love, they love it because it's a love story. Yeah, the most challenging part of the role, part of becoming him, I think, was capturing his theatricality, but also then how it breaks down and beca he becomes this, like the vulnerable boy. And then having that whole arc to him was the challenge. It wasn't, you know, knowing the, the, the disease. What's the one thing you want fans to take away from this film? Not, I mean, not to learn. I mean, I want people to take away hope from this movie. I want people to... I think s someone once, Nat, told me that he saw the movie with uh, during a screening and someone went up to him afterwards and said, uh, I just want to call everyone who I love and tell them I love them. And that's like the sort of message we want, people to appreciate what's in front of you. The love that you have in front of you. People should appreciate that. Also... Gus's challenge, which is uh, he wants to be remembered, and then he learns at the end of the book that that's not the most important thing. Hazel is worried about what's going to happen to people after she dies, uh, and she realizes that life will go on, and that they'll live with pain, but they'll still live on, and that's okay. Not to be, don't worry about that. Um, I think that's challenges that all of us go through, whether it's a parent knowing that they're going to have to die and they leave their kids behind, or it's a young person. Or, I mean, any person saying, I, I haven't left my mark yet, I lived for no reason. But that's a stupid way of thinking. Because, you know, as Hazel says in the book, there will be a, come a day when Mozart isn't, remember, isn't remembered. So, you know, you don't, don't worry about it. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com slash audio.